Akko is in study mode. We finally meet Professor Pisces, and we journey into Susie's mind and more madness. Welcome back to the land of magic. Reach out, and our after show will begin. It is the Little Witch Academia after show on AfterBuzz TV, and it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome in, everybody, to the Little Witch Academia after show right here on AfterBuzz TV. I can't get enough of this theme. I, we, it was, we were flying back from Austin over the weekend. I listened to this while we were taking off, and I just felt like I was on a broom. It was a whole bunch of magic. It was a wonderful moment. Um, welcome back. We're going to be covering episodes 7 and 8 on the Netflix series Little Witch Academia. Let's introduce the team. I'm one of your hosts, and it's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Joined, as always, by Stacey Shuttleworth. Hi, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles or all across the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. And joining us for today's series of episodes, Rachel Goodman. Hi guys, I'm Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rach Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. So these ones, holy crap. We got a, we got so much that we've been looking forward to and stuff that we didn't know we wanted. And uh, a lot of people in la- in our chat for last episode, they were um they were going really hard for uh what was it? Well, I forgot I forgot the name of the ship, but they were go- there 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 was uh, a there's a little there's a little bit of sea activity uh, within these two well actually uh, more ways than one in these two episodes. Uh, let's start talking about uh, Orange Submariner. We finally get to meet Professor Blub Blub, but we're not <laughs> Professor Blub Blub, excuse me, but. <laughs> Uh, we start with Akko in super study mode. Look at her go! Seriously, she's yeah. she's finally taken everything that has happened, everything that she's learned from Ursula, and has really decided to to hunker down and get into it. Everybody is just freaking out over our potions teacher going over the legal ramifications of people using magic for the wrong reasons, and she. Well, let's be on the test. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on the test. Okay. Shot seriously. So she may not be very good at taking notes yet, but she's trying. She's trying. She's there. She doesn't get that when you're in class. You essentially need to take notes on everything because everything is a part of the test because that's why you're in that bloody dang room. Um, what was everybody's favorite thing about Akko in study mode? I loved how hard she was trying, even though she was failing. But just the fact that she tried and put all this effort into it. She wouldn't even go to the club. <laughs> I know. I loved it. And it was constantly like being barraged by fun things to do. And yeah. she had that willpower. What a girl. When and she when she turns it, you know, mm-hmm. when she turns her attention to it. She turned it on. Uh, Ursula was trying before every exam. All right, let's see how you can do. Nothing. Just nothing. But to give her credit, her she didn't fail anything. Mm-hmm. The fact that she got a D minus for flying just because she got on the broom still technically passed. Uh, yeah. Doesn't help her, her magical GPA, but it's still a step in the right direction. Um, <laughs> what everybody think about the owl and raven language exam? Just listening to a raven caw. I thought I literally thought she was gonna write ah ah. I, just, <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I like that she tried though. She made stuff up. She was like, he looks hungry. <laughs> maybe maybe it's hunger. Let's let's just go with that. And I love how she was like, yeah, like I didn't do so well on this. And those two girls were like, well, you don't do so well in anything, Akko. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and actually, here's a fun little thing. We found out the name of the two girls are Hannah and Barbara. 
as a reference <laughs> to Hanna Barbera, which is really, really Amazing. silly. And we're and like, there's so the fact that, um, and especially in the Susie episode, there's so many different references to all walks of animation, and it's very welcome. It's it's a wonderful thing to see. Um, we try to li- to get a little bit of white magic by repairing things. Um, the the main crux of this episode was Akko getting a chance to see all of her friends' strengths in an in an effort to determine their own, her own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that I mean, she was straight up copying exactly what they were doing yeah, and kind of started realizing that that's not how it works so that was an interesting growth because I think that that is what happens a lot of time when you're trying to learn something you do it exactly how that person does it I mean she went to the extremes with the inflection and all so it was adorable Uh, well, especially when she and Ursula are talking about their childhood dreams. And did you always dream of being a teacher? And before we get an answer from Ursula, maybe learn a little bit more about her. Uh, she gets pulled away. But uh, ultimately, Akko goes a little bit further than I want to be just like Chariot. It's I want to do magic that can bring people joy and bring people happiness and mm-hmm. and change the world with that joy because sometimes you need a little bit of positivity and sort of in a meta way that's what this show is doing as well. <laughs> just yeah. by being uber happy. Yeah, and she's sharpening her, de- her desires and focusing it, it's, and it's helping her focus. What was everybody's favorite exam? And, and as a result, everybody's favorite like character show? So... I think Ursula has become my favorite character, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my favorite exam, I, I loved the fish exam, even before <laughs> it became a bigger part of the storyline, when we just <laughs> saw her trying to take this exam, when she suddenly realizes, oh, that fish is actually talking, <laughs> and I've missed the entire course so far, because I don't speak fish. <laughs> bless, bless her heart, though, she thinks that every day they were just going in there and sitting there, and just like, notes. Oh, this, this is cool, I guess. It's just, it's just a writing. It's just a writing class. Fine. Everybody just sits there. We stare at a fishbowl, and and the re- but then the reaction of her friends being like, "No, that's for, that's for, that's for Pisces." That's for, wait a fishbowl. You don't have a professor that's a fish, right? I, I love how they were like a prereq for the class was supposed to be mastery of fish language. Who let her into the yeah. class? Who was like, yeah, she can go do that. Oh, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> what? It might have been a situation where. They just needed one more student for the class to happen. And it's like, oh, we have somebody interested, but she doesn't fit the recommendations. And then it's like, look, we've got Amy, and her entire career is riding on being able to take this class. (laughs) All right. Amy needs to take this course. Akko can come in. Are you sure? Yes, Akko can come in. (laughs) All right. Uh, But I like how it was, it's magical philosophy is the class and it's it's a super hard class, like an AP, uh, and it's just it's literally just blubbing. From no offense, professor, um, <laughs> but fish language being as complicated as it is, um, and instead, <laughs> but here's where Akko's heart gets a little bit too in front of her head, and she just if she fails this course, she will be expelled. And that's the main crux of the end that ends up being the, the final plot is you need to learn how one, you need to learn how to speak fluent fish, and you need to catch up on notes that you haven't been taking yeah. this entire time. Um, but instead 
of just <laughs> trying to understand fish. Uh, instead, she tries bribing her with this really nice mineral water. Oh, oh, honey. Yeah. oh my god! Uh, all, oh, all the celebrities are drinking it. I think you'll right. without even paying attention. Oh, you'll just love Ooh. it. I know. How about the test? Uh, it ends up going belly up <laughs> in an infinite effort to save her. Yeah. Flushes her down, right the, drain. down the drain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as soon as she lifted up the water, I was like, this is oh. not going to end well. This is going to terrible then, places. And then she somehow drops her down the drain. <laughs> but but getting, like, going going to the, ep- the end of the episode and being able to, I wonder if, if Professor Pisces was like, you know what? I deserve this. Did <laughs> <laughs> you notice, too, that she did look like a dead fish? Yeah. And obviously she's not. Oh. It was a grand escape plan. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I yeah. just need a break. Right? How long has she been in that fishbowl? She hasn't been able to go into open water for how long? I really don't want to grade exams. I just <laughs> yeah. need to get out for a while. Yeah, dude. This is the perfect excuse. Yeah. I just Go and, visit the extended family. <laughs> uh, I like the the top down angle that they used of the shot where you see Professor Pisces going down the drain and Aqua reacting just like <laughs> every everything that possi- that could possibly happen wrong happened. Yeah, uh, it wasn't made any better uh, because the girls decided to go down, follow her into the sewers, and Professor Ursula. Cover for us. Not to the logical. No idea what Earth to do. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, the fact that doesn't even make like we don't know how well she is at certain magic or what the rules are of like creating a living being if that breaks some sort of magical rule or requires a lot of power or whatever. But still, she just makes a lure. <laughs> Yeah. Very convincing. With a very large hook hanging off the bottom of it. And everybody's like, morning, professor. Yeah, like, I don't get that. Why? And then wasn't it another teacher that came in and was yeah, like, Yeah, it was the flight oh. teacher. Um, if you could give us her name in chat, that would be very helpful just because we can't get it right now. If, but, the, if the students didn't get it, okay, maybe. But the sure. teacher should have come in and be like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> but even just even just Ursula under the, the, the desk giving the basic fish onomatopoeia oh. and then and the other professor understanding it. Like, oh, you're feeling under the weather? I'm sorry to hear that. I'll, I'll help. I'll be your assistant. I don't have a, I don't have a class this period. I'll help you out. All right. We're doing this exam right now. Super gung ho about it. Like, A plus for being helpful, I guess. But she's uh, oblivious. Professor Nelson. Professor Nelson. Yeah. Very good. Um, <laughs> every, like, my, this, this, there, there is a rule of comedy. And that rule is, uh, it's, a down-on-their-luck person never being able to succeed. <laughs> and that's what makes Akko so endearing, and I think that's what makes Ursula so endearing. And uh, the, then leading up to <laughs> the transformation magic, where we get everybody as fish friends, for the most part, and Fish Lotte and, and Fish Susie were really adorable. Fish Susie is the cutest. But even I know, fish I know Lotte is adorable, but not only that, but like the fish that they meet, that that made me really sad when the poor thing was like, I can't find my family. It was Minnie yeah. finding Nemo. Yeah. It was the opposite. It was one finding the rest of the family, but then mm. in the gate going, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Big Brother, Little Brother, Little <laughs> Sister, Little Brother, Little Brother. <laughs> 
Big sister. <laughs> I had to think about it. That, that was a good moment. It was the bow. <laughs> was good. The bow threw him off. Um, but Akko semi-successfully turns herself into a fish. That's a start. Hey, yeah. it's something. It's more than we were doing before. Yeah. At a girl. <laughs> uh, a creepy, gross uh, fish friend. Uh, fi- like, uh, different, a different type of mermaid. Uh, upper body mermaid instead of lower body like mermaid. merman. <laughs> Very gross. <laughs> Um, on their way to rescue Pi- uh, Professor Pisces, they, fi- they find the little fish that lost the family, and the other girls are like, you've got to get to your exam, go, go, but mm-hmm. there's Akko's heart in action again, and just like, no, we can't leave, leave him by himself. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of a great moment, because all we learned that magic philosophy had been talking about was something about altruism in different species. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of, I, I don't know, I had the moment of, oh, she's going to help the fish and the professor's going to notice and that's going to scrape her by. Yep. <laughs> scrape and her by. Um, but uh, th- we find out that there's the secret poaching thing that's happening. It's not supposed to be in that lake. Akko goes up, grabs the, grabs the, the, the grate from, or the, the cage. Uh, yeah. Uh, from the guy that's trying to steal the fish. And... Uh, <laughs> so don't poach in this lake ever again. <laughs> sure, yeah, whatever you want. Oh, oh my god, okay. <laughs> the creepy look on the dude's face too. Yeah. Um, but probably like th- this had so much character growth for Akko and for Ursula because after this mm-hmm. we find out that Akko made uh made the dirt sheets essentially. Uh, secret fish girl pops up in the lake and is like, she's disgracing the school. Professor Finolin learned her name. Uh, Professor Finolin is berating her. Is like, she's misrepresenting the school. Her grades are garbage. She's nothing compared to the other students. And she needs, she still needs to be reprimanded. And uh, despite the, despite the fact that Akko maintained being able to understand and speak fish from her transformation in some way, shape, or form, uh, and it, acing the test by displaying everything that was taught. Lucky. Didn't have to show any work or anything. Just do it. Right? <laughs> Just did it. Just do it. Field experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. That That's true. We did in, oh. we, we did miss something. In the course of the uh, seeing what everybody is good at, we learned that Diana is really good at fortune telling and seeing the stars. And she made a prediction and one of the things that I liked about it so much was that she sees that Akko will leave Luna Nova at some point. But she didn't she again, she didn't present it in like a you're you're gone. You're leaving. She was legitimately surprised and taken aback. She was like, oh it it, like Like, what? Well She's gonna leave? You know what Mm -hmm. I thought? Like it immediately reminded me of Harry Potter. Because, obviously, when Harry leaves at the end, it's his own decision to leave. Mm. So it makes me think that Akko's going to get so good and that maybe the school is going to be in trouble and that she's going to have to leave to actually protect the school. Mm. And the other thing is that when Diana had that reaction, it was almost like she saw something else that she didn't tell them or that the fight interrupted before she had the chance to actually, you know, divulge the information. But again, it was Hannah and Barbara that were misinterpreting what was happening. <laughs> yeah, they immediately jumped. Oh, she's getting expelled. Yeah. yeah, which leave and you know being kicked out totally different things. Very ambiguous in this case. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and technically everyone leaves the school eventually. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. if you graduate, yeah, you're leaving. But it's, it's probably yep. the nature of what Diana saw specifically mm-hmm. because she seems to th- see things a little bit more clearly. Uh, and I hope that that ability comes back. I mean, I mean, I'm sure the prediction will come back in the fu- in in the future. Hopefully, before mm-hmm. the end of these 13 episodes. But um, yeah. yeah, my my aside from that, and aside that little bit of growth that we saw in Diana was Ursula standing up for Akko and saying, you can't compare her to the other girls. She wasn't raised with magic like everybody else. And the strides that she's making compared to herself, which is entirely valid. As a teacher yep. going, comparing comparing the student to herself, she can now speak fish fluently and understand fish fluently, which is, as we know, it, for advanced students, it's a really random rare trait. But it's <laughs> something where, yeah, she learned that and she's improving with her transformation spells. And like, compared to somebody who has had no magic in her life mm-hmm. whatsoever and now being able to start to make this, those strides, she was real getting, she was getting fired up. And 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 a, a subtle note. On, sorry, but a, a subtle thing that I that that we've been noticing with Ursula is she's she's usually very close to her close to herself. Glasses cover up her eyes, which sort of indicates that she's hiding something or or hiding the way that she's feeling. And within these past couple of episodes, we've been seeing her eyes more, which are the, the window to the soul. So that. I, it seemed to imply when we see her eyes, we are seeing who she really is. And that to me, in that moment, it's like she was showing us and revealing her true self. Mm-hmm. Because usually those the other members of the faculty are always kind of not berating, but kind of like talking down to her. Like she's always doing things wrong mm-hmm. as a teacher. And mm-hmm. finally she stood up and she was so powerful that no one even questioned what she was saying. And I love how one of the things she said was that I value Akko. Mm-hmm. And it just, I was like, wow. Like she, in that moment, she became my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get, uh, <clears throat> as a, so right after that, we get a phone call that this uh, underwater society yeah. wants to honor, <laughs> is asking if the MERS student is a student from Luna Nova. Uh, and, because they want to honor her for saving this endangered species, and to which the principal goes, "Hey, let's honor. We can't. We no. can't uh, excommunicate a, an honored student. <laughs> so you get to stick around. However, and this is where Finland ends up becoming. And we don't know for how long because they didn't state it specifically. Mm-hmm. And judging on the next episode, it wasn't very long. But Finland is now a live-in instructor." For not just the girls, but Ursula too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I as a group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Failing together as a group. <laughs> <laughs> but Ursula, like, or Akko, sort of respecting Ursula a little bit more, saying, it's like you were a teacher. I am a teacher. Well, <laughs> surprise, Akko. <laughs> you don't get it. I'm not just a, I'm not just a tutor. Um, any, any other thoughts on the uh, Orange Submariner? Just did anything. This is a wonderful episode. They were just so cute as fish. Uh, we also we had a um, kind of a confirmation, more confirmation that uh, in this in this school at least, it really doesn't matter how you get the end result of the magic as long as you do it. So, mm-hmm. for example, with like Lote summoning little sprites to come and fix the shoe instead of doing the direct magic, mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of the interesting like eh, as long as you get it done, you get it done. Yeah. yeah. Thinking outside the box. And, mm-hmm. um, I would have to say this is one of my favorite episodes. It probably is my favorite episode. Um, 
because of um, the dynamic between Ursula and the faculty and the relationship that's, you know, like the motherly relationship that's kind of developing between Akko and Ursula. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I absolutely loved that. And I want to I want to know more about their backgrounds and uh, especially Ursula. <laughs> and so many people are saying which mom is the best mom. Which mom is best mom? <laughs> to her, in I, yep. relation to Ursula. And and one of the points that she made about being, if we just looked at grades and test exam, like test scores and all of that, mm-hmm. then that doesn't, that's not, that's not what matters. It's how you apply that and, and Akko using her, her heart, a little bit more of her head, to, to get the desired result and showing compassion to, just to any living creature, whether it's a fish or another person, and just trying to be the best person that she can be using magic, it's a, it's a pretty good, Akko's turning into a pretty good person. Yeah. Even though she already is. And it's kind of especially important to have that as a message, um, you know, with how standardized testing is such a thing now and grades are kind of the be all end all in a lot of cases. So to see that balance and to to have, you know, to offer a better understanding of it Hmm. is nice to see. Yeah. School sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Always has, always will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before we move on to our next episode, I wanted to uh, tell, I wanted to help. I want to tell everybody about <laughs> iTunes. Uh, now we uh, we do the show for free, and uh, in order to keep the lights on, we need we need to generate a certain sort of attention. So uh, that that requires your help. If you go to iTunes and you search for Little Witch Academia, you will find our podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, we have an audio version of the podcast. If you listen to us on iTunes, we have a video portion of the content of the podcast. So make sure to head over to iTunes, leave us a review. That makes us go up in the standings. That makes if people search for Little Witch Academia will be the first thing that they find. Uh, so make sure to leave a review. Let us know how you're enjoying the show, what you would like to see from the anime side of After, After Buzz TV as well. Our producers look at those iTunes reviews and sort of assess where certain shows go in the future. So that helps us out a lot. Please head over to iTunes. We read a couple of reviews last week. We're going to read some more reviews next week. So go back and watch last episode or listen to last week's episode. If And, and if you submit a review. We will read it on the air and shout you out. We appreciate every single one of you for watching the show and sharing the show. That's that's the most important thing. Please share the show with your friends if you know they're watching the show and they want people to talk to about it. We're going to be in the comments. We're going to be responding to people and also on Twitter. And also, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, leave comments down below and thumbs up. All that sort of stuff. Share us. We absolutely love you. Thank you so very, very much. Now, let's move on <laughs> to Akko's no. Adventure in Susi World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first thoughts? Initial thoughts? Uh, my general comment, um, <laughs> before we get into the insanity that was Susie's mind, mm-hmm. is that it was interesting to see what they did with it. They showed all these different types of Susie. And it just kind of almost was like a statement that all of us have different sides and certain things that we let out and certain things that we don't. And being able to control, like, you know, the way that Susie controls a part of herself um, sometimes isn't always a bad thing. (laughs) Certain certain parts of ourselves that we execute, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting way to, to put it. But, yeah, brought up a weird conversation to have. 
<laughs> well, this whole episode was bloody weird. Um, mm. And <laughs> as a result, I didn't yeah. want to miss anything. So I, I have a fair amount of votes, of votes, of notes. Um, and essentially, what what happened is uh, Susie made this potion to amplify her magic. Something went wrong. She was originally going to test it on Akko, and this shows the <laughs> the weird sort of rela- the sort weird sort of relationship that they have. Is like, wait, what if she drinks this and becomes a, the, a powerful witch? I can't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a person would I be? Actually, you know what? No, there's subtext there. Now mm-hmm. going through the entire episode. Yeah. Okay. No, we're gonna we're gonna come back to that. We're gonna we're gonna what, come. Yeah. Yeah. Hold, hold off on that. For yeah. A second. Uh, let yeah. me let me just write that down. I need I need to come back to that. Um. But she ends up drinking it herself. Drinking it herself. The girls wake up the next morning. She doesn't, and she just naturally sleeps in the rest in peace. Cross arms. <laughs> That's great. Because she's of adorable. Of course. Uh, the girls come back from class to see her still asleep. And just mushrooms overgrown all throughout the room. Yep. Now, the way to send Akko into Susie's mind <laughs> is a very particular spell. <laughs> I we we popped. We probably freaked the people out of the studio because we wa- we watched it right here. It was it was just it was this beautiful thing where it turned into the, this rod. And she just knocked her the hell. I didn't know if the spell worked or if she was just knocked out at first. I just think that's the spell. I, I think that yeah, was it. I think it was yeah. like, here's a really effective way to knock somebody out. <laughs> Boom. Have at. Just beats the crap out of her. I mean... Knocks her out. Oh, God. Down she goes. I'd be yeah. interested to see Lota's mind. <laughs> well, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> but also the fact that, that that being the spell and Lota had to do it. Like this, this personal summon bone angel had to, <laughs> had to take a bat to one of her best <laughs> friend's head and just, knock her out. Just go for it. <laughs> Ready? Save her. <laughs> uh, and sh- we meet so many Susies. Some people may say too many Susies. Too many. I won't. No. Like, because w- with a character like Susie, who's so particular and such a such a such a, a such an individual character type, being able to see the different ways that you can play with that character and mm-hmm. the different extremes of that character must have been fun for the voice actors. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Because no matter what, it was still every Susu we met was still there was still something that made you that reminded you of the Susie that we see. It was just <laughs> different characteristics kind of came out um, compared with other things and that's pretty much what separated them and I love how they all had a very specific like you know I guess twang to the character yeah. mm-hmm. so like the Hollywood <laughs> Susie <laughs> I was like yes yes <laughs> so, so people in chat we want to know while we're talking about this episode what was your favorite Susie Leave it in chat right now, or if you're watching this not live, make sure to leave us a comment on our YouTube or find us on Twitter. We gave our mm-hmm. Twitters. We'll give them again later. But please let us know who your favorite Susie was. Um, I like the cops. Like to be like, <laughs> they were good. just because they were they were stereotypical cops, and why do you need two of them? Why is that quirk? Why is one quirk a little bit different from the other? Uh, entertainer Susie, uh, that was just a magician. <laughs> I, great. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bizarre. <laughs> so. 
uh, in chat, Montserrat points out that uh, this is a lot like a certain Teen Titans episode, which as soon as, as Lazy Susan went across the screen, that's the first thing I wrote down in huge letters because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite episodes. And, you know, all the different personalities is such mm-hmm. a fun thing to play with. And this was at first very reminiscent of that. And then it just got <laughs> crazy. Yeah, somebody, somebody put it, uh, it. It was Alice in Wonderland mixed with Neon Genesis Evangelion oh, on purpose. That. And yeah. that's amazing and delightful. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'll I'll wait to reveal everybody's favorite Susie's one, until we get a little bit more. But uh, Ascent, Akko needs to get to the original Susie, wake her up, and that way we get Susie in real life woken back up. And <laughs> uh, she ends up getting a flower from this this young, seemingly innocent Susie, and that that Susie gets taken away by the police. And then we see Susie after Susie, one that wants to read the Nightfall series <laughs> yeah. and just borrow Lodi's books and read it. Um, they all get sentenced to death. It's like, what are you doing? And, and then I love how we think that it's already happening. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! We, we think we see heads just. Going. I mean, they have this giant guillotine set up. Yeah, and it's going. It's like little shadowy things flying off the cliff. We're all just like, oh, I, I, I was, a- I was like, no, wait, no, and then Ooh. finally they're like, now it's the real time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, now that they're done practicing. Let's go. <laughs> Why do we even need to practice? Oh. <laughs> she ends up. She ends up. Akko ends up freeing that particular Susie and all of the other ones, and they, everybody goes free. And so they take the kind one with them and hip, hit a ride with, I presume, like hipster. Yeah, yeah, hipster like sixties slash hippie Susie. Yeah. Susie. Mm-hmm. She might. Uh, uh, no, not quite. She uh, reminded me a little bit of Haruko from uh, Fully Coolie, just a little bit because the car was like the the color yellow of her scooter, and she was also wearing red. But mm. if there if there was a bass guitar in the back, then that would have sealed it. But that's that's not what that was. <laughs> um, <coughs> they end up making it. By Akko's request, they end up. Hey, can we make, can we take I, a, a, a detour? Yeah, she's still Akko deep down. Yeah. She's, Still there. Wait, movies? I want to watch a movie. <laughs> oh, with all the Susies? Yeah. Forget about my friends. <laughs> no, I'm surrounded by her right yeah. now. <laughs> surrounded by all of the different Susies, and we find out that the screening is of Susie's memories. And and we get to see how she sees the world. For a second, I thought they were going to start showing the future, too, mm-hmm. and to see, like, the future memories. Well, we did. Yeah. A little bit. And it was terrifying. Yeah. Um, but we got to see how she sees Diana as this <laughs> gaunt, huge nose, just, like, pointed up, uh, terrifying thing. Akko has a good laugh. But then we see how she sees Akko as this bubbly, like, tw- like 1930s animated character, like a Felix yeah. the Cat almost. Th- yeah, with the one tooth. <laughs> and then having the mirrored shouting at each other, and then all the Susies reacting how they did. Man, that was... Uh, and then she even laughs at herself. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, bless, bless yeah. Okay, She's like, you know what? That is really funny. Oh, that's pretty good. And and one of the really poignant moments was, it goes back to the moment where they meet on the bridge. And it turns into this really ornate, almost, in, in at least for the style of the show, quote, lifelike mm-hmm. thing that's a real, that seems like a really vivid, I'll never forget this type yeah. of memory and a, mm-hmm. a really meaningful thing of, oh, this is when I met probably one of my best friends. 
This is yeah. so adorable. It was nice. It was like, oh. Yeah. It, oh, there's, there's, there's Susie's heart. Mm-hmm. It's there. And uh, from the... Well, once we start seeing the future and everything becoming devastated and burning <laughs> to the ground and the mushrooms becoming overgrown, that's when our... Uh, what we thought was a really kind Susie mutates and starts eating all of the other Susies to become this giant Evangelion-esque monster. (laughs) My thing was, was that version of Susie, was she always going to be like that? Or was it because Akko saved all the good Susies? Because right around that time is when they made that comment about, you know, if you don't hot, like, you know, kill certain aspects of yourself, then Mm -hmm. it could be, you know, to the detriment of the rest of society. (laughs) So, so to me, I, I read it like maybe you know that that original Susie that they saw wasn't going to do that until all the other Susies were saved, and then this mm-hmm. crazy thing just happened. But yeah, yeah. well, because like it it goes to just the nature of people, where some you can make a decision that can lead you down a completely different road, can change who you are, and mm-hmm. it was it was said very succinctly and definite in terms of yeah, you have to kill off parts of yourself in order to become the person that you are and that that makes sense like the, you mm-hmm. you like friends come and go certain things that you like come and go like I wanted to like this in the first place and it made sense it was just put because it was Susie's head <laughs> that's what made it just terrifying absolutely yep. terrifying uh, but <laughs> we end up getting a, a car chase uh, hipster Susie ends up getting eaten oh we didn't even talk about angel and devil Susie that <laughs> that's like, great. and the how instantly they didn't they didn't lead us on it was devil Susie like no I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna make her suffer and when the angel <laughs> one shows up it's like you can't kill her like that it's like thank so you mean. good you're the it's like the, but no but we all went like that. Oh, yeah. Then, and she mm. took out the needle. <laughs> I, don't her, I don't want her to feel a thing. This will be peaceful. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, Okay, everybody run. Yeah. Uh, they this end is up, what we're in for. They end up getting eaten. We end up making it to Mushroom Mountain, which is just a series of apartments. To, to which I, I actually think my favorite Susie is... Uh, 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 like oh, landlady, landlady Susie, landlady Susie. Landlady <laughs> yes. Susie. It's just very much. Oh yes, I I visited her room. She's doing very nice. Like, could you like some? And it's like a Tupperware, a Tupperware. mushroom. Would you like some yes. And I've been I, here ten years. Oh, oh no, was it eleven years? She was going to tell a story whether or not Akko was there to listen. I just renovated. You want to come in? Oh, and of course, poor Akko is totally torn between her hurry and then like, no, I have to listen to this old lady's story. <laughs> this is still my friend. This right? is still a version of my friend. I have to listen friend. to everything she says. <laughs> Man. Um, <laughs> okay, I get the reference now. Uh, we, so we've got a couple of people's uh, favorite Susies in here. Um, Eastman says Jetta Susie. Jetta Susie. Mm, making me do it. Um, Hipster Susie. P.W. Gregory. Judge Susie was pretty awesome. Caitlin agrees. I don't know why, but my favorite was Judge. Um <laughs> Um, Reckless Corazon says mine was your name, Susie. Ba- they they made a character one of the one of the characters in there in the the quick uh, in in the judge scene w- was a reference to your name. Took me. We just watched it and it was so much. There's so much in there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Montserrat Lama Susie was my favorite. Lama Susie oh was Lama Susie. Like they made it sp- like spit on the spit upon the world, Susie, but. You could just um, be a llama Susie. Yeah. Uh, same same difference. Like, yeah. But then at the same but then at the same point it's like, 
But why just the llama? <laughs> just the llama. Who wh- who made their way back to the apartment? I, right, I was like, all right, time to go home. Bye. <laughs> Faster uh, than Akko. Yeah, spit spit back in her face. Um, yeah. <laughs> we we end up finding out that of course original Susie is in room six six six. Naturally, of course. Naturally, yeah. makes sense. Opens it up. We just see brambles. She's on like a lip. Uh, and a dragon. And all of a sudden we knew where this was going. We're going to Sleeping Beauty. And everybody kind of kind of freaked out a little bit. I'll be your first kiss. But, like, but, oh. but then I liked... No, well, it was... it was. Uh, I don't have anything to, to mix or administer this potion. She mixes it in her mouth. She just takes... Okay. If you've oh. ever... Like, the, the creepy people who go into other people's medicine cabinets and just, like, take stuff. And I don't mean just, like, grab it, but, like, take yeah. it. Like, administer, administer to herself. She took all of it Put it in her mouth. It's like I'm. Oh, um, crap. This is gonna have to be mouth to mouth. I'm sorry that this is your first kiss, but we're friends, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> right. But so like, it's still, it's still, it wasn't like overly romanticized. But mm-hmm. but the subtext of being at Sleeping Beauty put that expectation there of like, this is is this gonna happen? This is where it's going. <laughs> <And> then, that's <laughs> oddly enough, that's what wakes her up. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then just the immediate immediate. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Back up. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> like even the even the fact that the Susie dragon had a heart in its eye <laughs> and was also she she spoke for the fans. But <laughs> just like, is this is this about to happen? <laughs> is this real life? Am I actually <laughs> watching this right now? <laughs> Time to set sail. Uh, <laughs> the ship has run its course. Uh, <laughs> well, that but, was short-lived. But, but one of my favorite things about this series and and this scene uh, and and the one after it sort of exemplifies how innocent it is. Like even even the scene even the in the last after show we were talking about Andrew and everybody fawning over him and and all of that. But it was still it was still kept very innocent. Mm-hmm. And and this also was very innocent. It, it it was never just like, well, I've never thought about Susie that way before. It was just like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just want to save your life. Mm-hmm. Just wake up. And even even saying, I love you. Please don't like that wasn't yeah. that wasn't that type of declaration of yeah. love. Yeah, that was not, and yeah, she didn't have to go through and rationalize it too much no. to herself as far as well. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never thought of her this way before. But, hmm, and, like go down, <laughs> go down this path that we didn't need to go down. So mm-hmm. that yeah. was. It just seemed more like an innocent declaration because this is her friend, and her friend yeah. might die, and everyone she knows might die based on that futuristic memory. So yeah. <laughs> she just, you know, she just yeah, wants her to wake up so that everything can return to normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, P.W. Gregory says, "Unfortunately, no, no, it didn't happen." And the Suki shippers silently weeped. <laughs> uh, that's S U K K Y, the Susi and Akko ship, I presume. Um, but mm-hmm. after this, seems to be a replay of the morning before. Um, Akko wakes up and is freaking out because Susi is still not waking up, and gets in close again and immediately just faced into things like, "Please stop doing this." That's that's the the cue. That's it. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I love how she was like, you're supposed to carry my things now, remember? He's like, wait, it wasn't a dream? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. The question is, does does Lada remember then? Because she didn't seem to remember any of it happening. 
Either that or she just pushed it down so far. <laughs> well, no, because technically, if it di- if it did happen in Susie's subconscious, then it did happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lotte didn't wasn't there for any of it. So how how would she know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That this <laughs> this episode was absolutely terrifying. Oh my gosh. And amazing. Yeah. Out of out of these these two episodes, I mean. This show keeps continuing to one-up itself. This is my favorite episode. No, this is my favorite episode. No, this is my favorite episode. And these two in particular, was it was just magic. And, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to rephrase what I'm about to say. It it showed the magic of friendship. Uh, and and, and <laughs> you pass. Um, Fine. You and, can have that one. And without necessarily having Susie compromise the type of character that she is, we got to learn so much more about her and what she thinks of Akko and the world around her. What what was oh and, and which brings us back to the beginning uh, mm-hmm. of Susie talking about I if Aqua drinks this and she becomes a, re- a real powerful witch, she I'm not going to do that to her. Mm-hmm. And now going through this journey with the two of them in her head, it makes it makes sense of I don't want her not to go through the work. She's working so hard to reach this pinnacle by herself and to earn this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shortchange her by right. giving her the easy way out. Right. Yeah, and that was really nice. And yeah, when when the film started rolling, and you see, because you see all the things she struggled with, like you know, they may have been a little caricature, and you know, picturing Akko as a very silly person, which she is, to be fair. <laughs> um, but it still chronicled all of all of those struggles, and it seemed like she definitely, Susie definitely had a respect for that. Mm-hmm. So. And I just think that um, we got we got a very deep glimpse into Susie's mind. I would love to know what her background is and what she's gone through to make her this person that she's become because it's very obvious that anything like lovey, you know, mushy-gushy lovey, like she wants Mm. nothing to do with, but it's also very obvious that these things are starting to come back up now and it's because of her friendship and Mm. So I love the transformation and I love the, the deeper understanding we now have of how she thinks and the different people that are inside of her head. Because before, people would probably have just assumed that there was nothing but, like, angry thoughts and, like, angsty. <laughs> so now it's like, okay, all. no. We know that with any person, there's different facets to that person and what's inside of them, even if they come off an angry way or... Mm-hmm. Even the opposite, they come off super like you know bubbly. Could be the same exact thing, and and it goes to show like you never you you somebody may be a particular way, but that that, that doesn't define their interests. That doesn't define the type of person that they are. Like mm-hmm. with Lotte being a fan of the the Nightfall series, that that doesn't necessarily quote align with the type of character that she is, but. She ends. We end up finding out why she's a fan of the series and why she's been so dedicated to it, and what, how that improves her as a person. And with Susie, her inner, the inside of her head was a bright, colorful world. It may have been inhabited mm. with mushrooms <laughs> and terrifying people that want to kill everybody, but it's still bright and colorful and very open and very yeah. open, very open. And shows that it's that she's not necessarily closed off to to anything, mm-hmm. but she definitely has her own way of thinking. And that's interesting too because. 
another thing is we when we see someone in general or like these characters we only see like a tiny percentage of them but on the inside there are so many different layers and a colorful world even for someone like Susie <laughs> <laughs> yeah and this I mean I love the show I really do <laughs> like it's it's it, go back to saying it over and over it's just so nice and and it seems like such a such a cop out, but it, it's nice, it's innocent, and and like <laughs> coming coming off of a show uh, like Attack on Titan, which Ooh, has zero percent innocence. It's it's been the end of innocence for like. 30, 40 years and coming to 100% pure innocence in Little Witch Academia. It's so welcome. You just Dear need God. it sometimes. Really. really absolutely. Like there, like, there are times where it's just like, you know what? I'm having a bad day. Let's turn on the Little Witch OVA. Feel, feel a little bit better about ourselves. Um, <laughs> now, we, we're not going to get into predictions just because it's a Netflix show and some of y'all have probably watched it all. And I want, and I want to thank you because so far... Uh, there have been a couple of times where some people have alluded to some story things in chat, but it, but it hasn't nece- it hasn't been necessarily anything that's been out of our frame of what we've been discussing and some of our own predictions that we've been having without necessarily giving anything away. So thank you for sticking to how we're watching the show. We are going episode by episode, um, and we're doing we're doing four episodes a day essentially, and it's been really difficult. It's been really difficult not to go through and watch it all. Wait. And and I can't like as much as as much as I don't like that we don't have all twenty five episodes out right now, I will like to have the the check mark of all right, everybody's up to to episode thirteen at this point. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Um Corazon brought up in the last episode, uh apparently in the same paper that uh Mermidaka was in there's an article about the shooting star still flying around. Ah. It's like a mysterious broom. Ah. Um, but yes, thank you everybody for for uh, not spoiling anything. Uh, the Netflix shows that we do here are relatively difficult, and maybe uh, when the next half comes out, may- maybe we can do like a day long thing. Who knows? That would be, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, either way, Netflix. Uh, <laughs> words. We, yeah, words. But <laughs> just because we've heard a lot, um, one of the we heard, we heard a discussion. We Stacey and I attended a live recording of a anime podcast called Fan Service that Rooster Teeth does, and they brought up the issue with American distribution of anime and how it's so splintered, and how mm-hmm. it's Crunchyroll, Funimation, Amazon and Netflix now are all getting into the distribution game, but they're all handling it very differently. Netflix, for being as open and more common for people to have, uh, is just... They're, much like with Little Witch Academia, this came out in January, and the series has already run its course, but it's just now coming out here instead of them airing episodes as they air in J- Japan. And even mm-hmm. Japanese Netflix, it's on Japanese Netflix, but they air it day, uh, week after week after week after week. And we're not getting that, which is really unfortunate because there's another one that's coming out uh, that looks really interesting that I want to do. No, no. But speaking of that and speaking of Netflix, uh, Castlevania uh, came out this past weekend and it looks really cool, But uh, and, and I really want to do a show about it, but they split that in half as well. We're only getting four, eight episodes total, four episodes now, four episodes 
later. So when the, the full series is out, we'll probably cover it. But um, until next time, does anybody want does anybody want to talk about anything in the anime world? Because we've got a couple of minutes. Or, actually, we have more than a couple of minutes. But uh, any, does anybody else want to talk about it while we have the time and while we have the studio? I mean, you tell me what anime topic, and I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, so maybe maybe next week we'll we'll do we'll we'll do a discussion. Um, actually, no, I I presented this question to you, and and I just want to learn more about Rachel and your and your anime tastes. Um, what do you think goes into what do you think goes into a good anime opening? Because with Little Witch Academia, quick. sir. Before you before you go into the question, sorry, it's hard for my mic to work. That's okay. Um, Castlevania, I just watched it four episodes, it's great, but they didn't add four more, they doubled the order, so there's an eight-episode second season coming out. Oh, okay, I misunderstood. Okay, so we'll, we'll, fi- we'll figure out a time to do Castlevania, I must, I must have misunderstood that article. Thank you, Stephen, for clearing that up. Um, so with, with the Little Witch Academia intro, it's got magic, it's got strings, like, like the, the music and the, the visuals in the opening itself just fit together so wonderfully what do you what do you think goes into a good anime opening i guess it depends on the anime itself Mm -hmm. um i've watched anime where it's a slower show that's more serious Mm -hmm. so in the opening it's not going to be the you know jumpy music yeah (laughs) yeah but it's still really beautiful music (laughs) it's just fitting a different type of show with this um, show, I, I love the song. It's very upbeat. And considering that this is a show about, you know, young girls that are trying to learn how to be witches, it to me, it feels really appropriate. And it's got a nice rhythm to it. And mm. half the time I find myself dancing to it. So it's working. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Stace? Man, uh, yeah, I love the upbeat stuff. And I actually really love it when animes will have, like, they have a more somber tone or just not quite as active and action-y, I guess, but they have this crazy intro, Mm -hmm. like this really upbeat or like some metal (laughs) kind of stuff going on. Those are so fun and just like, what? Why? But sure. Uh, I think the more upbeat an opening is, uh, the more fun it is and the more likely I'm going to watch it every single time. So there are some openings I refuse to skip and somewhere I'm like, okay, it's fine. I've seen it a couple times. Move on. Yeah, like I'm still trying to get sucked into the well, at least for, for season one uh, the I, I was telling people that I was skipping the My Hero Academia intro. Like it wasn't like I wasn't as paying attention to it because I was just trying to get through the series. Right. And it was good and it was fine, but yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it was it was if sometimes if you you're trying to marathon a season in a night, maybe you can give or take like two three minutes. You shave off the minutes where you can. Yeah, yeah. You definitely do it, <laughs> especially when you're like, I can do it. I can do thirteen episodes before I go to sleep. <laughs> it's only ten <laughs> o'clock at night. At that point, it just gets competitive. Like, no, skip. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. you skip as much as you can. Like, yeah. you, you go. Just scrub, recap, 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 recap. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're back. We're in. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I I think that there should be some enough of a. Ultimately, it should get you into how you should feel in this world. Whether I mean. Uh, we already talked about it, but with Attack on Titans first season, it puts you in like this dark, terrifying, but like, yeah, they can do it, they can save the world sort of attitude. Mm-hmm. Man, is that just dark? It's just awful. <laughs> yeah, well, and there was something, there was something furious about that too. So, mm-hmm. like, you were angry and ready to fight, like, you were ready to watch these. these it puts you into to, Aaron's yeah. mindset. Oh, yeah. Aaron has no chill. That song had no chill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, what's what's some of your other your other favorite ones? Um, Helsing, definitely, because we go into this really dark place. But and the this the intro song itself is kind of dark, I guess. But it's still mm-hmm. like you're saying, really upbeat, and it's just. Like, I love that song so much that I actually have it on my Spotify playlist, and I will just listen to it. (laughs) No, I was listening to a bunch of them in the car on the way here. Um, I mean, one of the ones that just be... It was being a mixture of the animation and the song. We did an after show about it, Yuri on Ice. Mm. The combination of the rotoscoping of the animation of the ice skating, as well as the, the lyrics of the song... It being in English, be happy. Yeah, but it, but it was all like we're we are all born to make history. Here's how these people are going to do it, mm-hmm. and then it would change and become more full as the episodes went on, and the animation would upgrade and change. And yeah, the, it's the art of the OP is very interesting. And man, yep. for like some of the the marathon series, like uh, like your One Pieces, your Naruto's, your Bleaches, where they change like maybe once every thirty forty episodes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. How about um, Neon Genesis Evangelion with, like, I think it was Fly Me to the Moon was their clo- closing credit? Yeah. That, and that's another yeah. thing. The, the ending <laughs> song is completely different. Like, because, yeah. especially for us in the States where we, we're not watching it on TV, we're watching it through some sort of streaming service, mm-hmm. most of the time people just skip them. Unless there's, like, oh, there's the episode preview at the end, or, oh, they, there's a little bit of extra story at the end, which some people don't know all the time, because not every show does it, and it's right. not explicitly stated, like, hey, you should probably stick around and watch more of this show. Yep. And when they stand out, they stand out. Well, it's kind of funny. This is a little off-topic, but... Speaking of, like, sticking around to watch the whole thing, I just saw Spider-Man the other night, mm-hmm. and literally everyone stayed in the theater because we were expecting mm, something. Good. Yeah. And at the end, it was just, well, I don't want to. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's good, because usually with Marvel movies, people still leave. I don't get it. I don't Every get time it either. someone gets yeah. up to walk out, what are you doing? You Where know are you going? <laughs> oh, We've been through so many of these. <laughs> honey, is this, is this your first time, honey? <laughs> like, I get it if it's like a week or two in, maybe they've already seen the movie yeah. and they're like, eh, I don't need to see it. But like weekend. opening weekend, opening night yeah. and stuff, when people get up and leave as soon yeah. as it's over, I'm like, but it's not over. Yeah. Especially with Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, long story short, uh, let us know what some of your favorite anime openings are in the comments down below or on Twitter. And if you want to find us on Twitter, we'll give you our handles right now because that's the end of the show. <laughs> Rachel, thank you so much for joining us again on, on this week's episodes. Uh, let the folks know where they can find you. They can find me at Rachel Goodman on Twitter and Instagram and at Rachel and Goodman on Facebook. Thank you guys for having me. It was an absolute pleasure having you. Mm-hmm. Stacy. Find me on Twitter at Stacey Shuttles. You can also find me on Instagram or all across the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. We just came back from RTX. All of that stuff is still being uploaded. We have one or two or three more things uh, that are still in the process of being exported and, and uh, uploaded. So if you're a fan of Rooster Teeth stuff, uh, we do talk to a couple. Or if you're a fan of anime, uh, there are a couple of folks that we talked to that you should take a look at. Ones that are up right now, um, Miles Luna and Cole Galleon, they produce the, the fan service podcast and they talk a little bit about anime in it so I would highly recommend listening to that one and then also Jordan Swears and Issa Yola. we definitely talk about anime in that one as well so go check out those interviews uh, and, and watch more anime ultimately the, it's it's a wonderful art style that is really starting to gain a lot more mainstream prominence uh, and if you are a fan of anime make sure you leave a comment here and on iTunes because we do want to do more at the studio thank you so much for watching follow us all here at AfterBuzz TV we will see you next week at Luna Nova Academy 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. I don't speak fish! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.